And we're back. I just want to touch one more one thing on Texas uh, before we transition over to New York and all the riots and everything being stirred up uh, there over the weekend. And, of course, it's a great injustice because a homeless man who was crazy was essentially attacking other people and had a, a, quite an extensive uh, arrest record, uh, had been doing it, uh, let's just say, for some time, uh, harassing people on the subway, etc. And, you know, people, of course, are upset because the man did not deserve uh, to lose his life. We don't know if there was a toxicology test or any of that kind of stuff, but we'll, we'll get into that uh, shortly. But, you know, in Texas, there was shocking video showing a mob of Texas students attacking an assistant principal who tried to break up a fight. This was last week. This was about a week ago last Tuesday. And it left her so badly beaten that she was rushed to a hospital, unable to speak, according to the family. Now, these were people, students, who were attacking their own assistant principal. It was uh, filmed, actually, to be specific, it was filmed on Thursday, April, I think, 28th, if I'm not mistaken, uh, when this was, um, where two ninth graders got into a brawl in the hallway at a uh, high school called Westfield in Houston, Texas. Now, Houston is a primarily, uh, it largely, especially after 2005, has become increasingly black, uh, has become increasingly violent. Uh, the economy there has become more depressed, um, and these are just facts that have happened, and you can't argue with any of these facts uh, that are there. It's just, it just, uh, it is. And this particular video shows nothing but black students attacking the white assistant principals. Uh, the, the, the students were screaming, encouraging the two ninth graders to continue to fight. They were all filming on their phones. One girl even jumping for joy as the pair throw uh, a number of haymakers at one another. And then you also saw these clips where. Uh, a woman or a girl in a pink blazer racing to try and stop the fight. Well, guess who that is? That is the assistant principal. And all of these uh, black students start attacking the white principal, and they start calling her bitch, bitch, everybody kick the hoe, she's pushed to the floor, she's kicked while she's on the ground. Like, this isn't the only video uh, across the country that's like this. This one, however, is happening in Texas at a school. Another clip that is also strung in with all this uh, catches uh, the screams of someone who is sort of pinned to the floor. The school board then just confirmed that a staff member who was attempting to intervene and stop the altercation was injured and had to be sent to the hospital. And there's video after video as these screaming students filmed the fight and um, all of this stuff was updated and uploaded to Twitter. Now, the beaten assistant principal uh, was rushed to the hospital with excruciating head pain, head trauma. Her dad told the local outlet she was also uh, at least initially unable to talk and needs a full CT scan. Now, this isn't getting any media play. Absolutely no media play whatsoever anywhere. You did not see this. This happened in Texas, but you definitely saw the white supremacist, uh, you know, AR-15. You definitely saw, you know, the man running over a number of people at the Catholic Charities uh, during, you know, the Title 42. That's the thing that you see amplified by the news right now. Now, this is in a uh, independent school district called the Spring Independent School District. They stress that the battered staffer was never intended target of the altercation. They're doing their very best to not suspend the students and not make them responsible because there's too many of these students. What they do say is that they're conducting 
conducting a full investigation of all the students involved. Some have already been identified for disciplinary action, but they didn't say what the disciplinary action, what it was going to be. They said the punishments could include going through the Texas Juvenile Alternative Educational Program, which could lead to expulsion. But as of this point, nothing has been done. We do know that an assistant principal was taken to the hospital for a CT scan. She tried to break it up. But you have to understand that when your own teachers don't feel safe and they cannot govern, then nothing can happen. And it's not just teachers, it's police officers. It's people who represent us and try to do their very best to sort of keep law and order in society. And if you knew it was that unsafe to ride a subway, or if you knew that it was that unsafe to send your children to school, would you send your children there? Would you take that subway? Would you do that? If the parents knew how unsafe inside the school is, they would be very, very angry and upset. You would not be sending your children to uh, any of these institutions. Now, last week what we did hear all about is a man choked by a marine it was said over and over and over again uh, and and you heard about you know jordan neely now here's your next george floyd incident uh, his mom sadly was murdered back in 2007 and he sort of never regained himself uh on uh, on account of that and i'm really sorry for the type of life that he has lived but on monday after yelling at passengers on a New York subway train that he was hungry and thirsty and tired of having nothing, he was held after he attacked two, subway, two different subwriters. And he was held in a chokehold until he calmed down, and then he later died. He probably didn't have much nutrition in him. He probably uh, was not able to fight the guy off, but he was violent nonetheless. But prosecutors in Manhattan are going to do their very best and going to do an ongoing investigation to prosecute the Marine who was trying to keep everybody else safe. It didn't help the assistant principal in Texas. It didn't help the Marine in New York City. Okay. Now, Neely died later on that afternoon because of a compression of neck injury according to the New York City of the chief medical examiner. The manner of death was ruled a homicide, but the determination is not ruling on the intent or culpability as of yet. However, the DA's office in Manhattan, you know how woke they are, you know what they're going to do. The spokesperson came out and said, as part of our rigorous ongoing investigation, we'll review the medical examiner's report, assess all available video and photo footage, identify and interview as many witnesses as possible, and obtain additional medical records. They told police that Neely and another man were riding northbound when the other man put Neely in a chokehold, causing him to lose consciousness and you can watch complete and total video right there. So none of these students in Texas are going to be held accountable, right? Not that you don't know what's going to happen, but you definitely know what's going to happen to this Marine who has served this country and was trying to keep other people safe uh, that are on there. Now, a man by the name of Juan Alberto Vasquez said he was riding the subway when he saw Neely enter the car just as the doors were closing. Neely had launched into an aggressive rant about being fed up and hungry. Vasquez quoted Neely saying, I don't care if I die. I don't care if I go to jail. I don't have any food. I am done. And so started attacking people with nothing to lose, with reckless abandon. Vasquez said that Neely did not argue or have any interaction with the man who put him into a chokehold. He said he saw the man cut off Neely from behind and heard the sound when both men fell to the ground and he was held there. Now, NYPD officers immediately responded to the subway station in downtown Manhattan last Monday before 2.30 p.m. and found him unconscious. First aid was rendered. He died about three hours later. Now, the GoFundMe site for Neely has over already raised that last check uh, when I looked yesterday, it was like 54,000. It's the Jordan Neely We Love You site. This man has already raised 58,000 of the $75,000 goal 
of what he's trying to get to for his funerary, uh, funeral costs. Now, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but, you know, they can raise whatever money they want to go ahead and get. But their attempt is going to be try, as they circulate this in the news, particularly in MSNBC, CNN, as much of it, you know, you saw Al Sharpton coming out over the weekend talking about uh, this, that there needs to be justice for Jordan Neely. This is what is continually done every single time where these people are carted out in front, multiple funerals, and there's going to be a huge multi-million dollar windfall. You're going to see Benjamin Crump show up. You're going to talk about the murder of homeless people. Uh, you're going to talk about the murder of black people, uh, by people who are of decorated military or decorated police. Like, this all fits that narrative, folks. And it's not going to stop anytime soon. Now, um, Neely did have a friend. His name was Moses. And he told CNN that Neely was greatly affected by the murder of his mother. He disclosed that she was murdered and her body was put into a suitcase. It traumatized him. He was not expecting that. The brutal way she was taken had a big impact on him. The brutality behind that. Yes, we understand that. He had a terrible terrible life we understand that you know he was he had a big personality we understand all of that but is there any space for the marine to be protected in terms of hey it was an accident so we have two military people as soon as you're in the military you can handle yourself and you are i don't know somehow liable for whatever happens to anybody around so you see the the liberal news media doing its very best to run interference on the left side of this and all weekend long, all you had was protesters terrorizing New York City. Um, there was tear gas uh, dispensed. Um, there was dangerous situations throughout the weekend. Um, you know, Neely was making what essentially amounted to terroristic threats. But now you've got the entire city of New York responding uh, to this. And they're physically blocking trains, standing on tracks, you know, doing their very best to go ahead and attack um, just basic ways of life in New York City. Here's the other thing. A New York City police officer was injured by protesters who took to the streets and shut down the entire subway system over the weekend. That also happened. So the 24-year-old Marine veteran, okay, uh, is now going to be responsible and is going to be at the center of all this. Now, needless to say, Neely had a violent past with over 40 arrests. In addition to that, he also attacked a 67-year-old grandmother, and it was an outstanding warrant for his arrest at the time of his death. Now, the angry mobs are out there chanting and saying, I hope you die to the New York pol uh, Police Department police officer who was injured over the weekend with all these protests. Back after a quick break, back to wrap the first hour here in the Kiva, 103.5. 